This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. See, if you're thinking about your sin, you don't want to pray. Because you hide. I don't want to go. Because the enemy told you you're dirty. And God said you're righteous. You're dirty. You're righteous. You're dirty. You're righteous. You're dirty. I'm righteous. See where I changed it. I'm righteous. You're dirty. I'm righteous. This is how God sees you. The enemy sees you. You're dirty. God sees you. I'm right. You're righteous. Otherwise, you couldn't go into the, to the holies of holies. I, I thought what I did last night defined me. No, 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 no. That's because that's you're still learning. You ain't understood who you are yet. That just messed people up. I just upset a religious boat like crazy. Because we've been taught that, you know, you're going to go to hell for this one and that one and that one. And you're just terrified to even walk. I don't even want to go to the movies. They told me if I go to the movies, I'm going to hell. I wear a red, I'm going to hell. Got, got lipstick on. You're going to hell. You know. Fingernails, going to hell. Somebody called my wife a whore the other day. I was like, what? Amen. Not personally. Well, he said pastors' wives are whores that, that do certain things. And I was like, I said, I know I didn't marry no hope. <laughs> hey, you know, and I said, I said, I said, I got to get rid of this guy, man. I said, this guy took my wife home. I was like, I, was like, and I, I told my wife, I said, he said, you are home. <laughs> Well, man, or something. And he said, uh, and he said that. I said, man, you got that all wrong, man. I said, I, I know what I got, man. And that ain't, ain't, that ain't what I got. Lord to God. Amen. <laughs> and if, now, here's another thing. Now, that ain't what I got. Because <laughs> I had to make that plain. Because I was about to say something. But if she was and she got under the blood, that ain't who she is. Come on now. You see what I mean? See, because that blood has a way. See, God, God blots it out. I don't know about you, but a blot out is gone. Man, see, that just gets you all free, man. That, 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 you just blot out. See, see, you don't want to sin because you love God. See, if you want to practice sin, you ain't been born of God. Somebody say amen. Anyone born of God don't want to practice. Watch this. Let's keep going. Hey, man, I'm almost out of time. Y'all getting in? Man? man, I do, man. I've been waiting. It seems like I've been waiting all my life for this moment. I ain't lying to you, man. I, I get happy with every sermon now. But I don't know. There's something going on with this one. You know, and uh, I just pray that, that you're liberated like crazy on the glory of God. Amen. Or oh, how good God is to you. What he did for you. Because I think even, you know, I got to say this. I got to say it, and uh, I, oh, I got to say it for me. You know, 
I, ha I have to repent if I've ever told you anything that put you in bondage. Because it's never my intent as a bully. And you've got to be able to hear that. And I think men of God have to be conscious of what we're saying, how we're saying it. Because like that fellow just said that uh, about my wife and everything. That, you, know, <laughs> you know, if she wasn't strong in the Lord and I wasn't strong in the Lord, you know, knowing what God said, I'd be going, girl, you... Mm. <laughs> oh, my God, look at you. Uh, then she'd be looking at, uh, look, walking around all condemnation and everything, feeling she condemned. And, uh, and God said, I liberated you. Yeah. That's big. That's big. See, I was at some place before and somebody said, uh, uh, somebody said something to her. Somebody said something to her. It was a man said something to her. I forget what he said. He said, he said something about the doily, didn't he? And he was mad because she didn't have her head covered. You know, and, I, and, and see, at that time, I was I was cracking that word real good. And she said, I think you need to go talk to him. And I was like. And he said, no, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> choose your choose your battles wisely, you know, but leave my wife alone. When you're trying to put something on yours, don't put it on mine if you, because of your ignorance. That's right. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Because I'm going to fix that. Amen. 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 Right. I'm going to fix it. I mean, when you know the word of God, it, it's easy to, because the truth liberates. Somebody say amen. amen. And see, I just happened to know the truth. I, he knew religion. And so he was trying to put my wife in religion. I told him, I said, oh, no, 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 no. And that, we didn't even have a whole lot of discussion on it. I don't think we had a discussion. I think, he, I think you got him. She's like, okay, let me tell you something. You know when she did like that? <laughs> I tell you, the wife, when she go like that, let me tell you something. Lord of God, come here. Come here now. You, you want to bring it? Let's get into the word of God. Man of God, you ready? Amen. So let's look what the word of God says before we get out of here. Y'all right? He that believeth on him is not condemned. Look at this. I believe on him, I'm not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Did y'all just hear what he said? I'm not condemned, so I don't have a right. You don't have a right. You don't have a right. You don't have a right to walk in condemnation. You've been freed from condemnation. Well, what about what I just did? You're free from condemnation. See, you're still fighting with religion in your mind. All right, well, let me show you. Uh, turn with me to 2 Corinthians. I tell you what, but go to 1 Peter 3 and 18. 1 Peter 3 and 18. Going to give you a bunch more scripture before I go home. Can you give me three? Can I have four or five more minutes? Yes, Amen. Y'all getting anything? Yes, Man, I'm, I'm, who the sun sets free. That's one of your favorites, man. That's your favorite chapter. Glory to one, one of his, which count chapter. Amen. And if the sun sets me free, the only reason I'm not free is because of what I don't know. But once I know the truth, the Bible said the truth should make me free. The reason why you're still in bondage is because somebody told you a lie and you got that lie camped on a stronghold. Man, I rose up out of bed. I tell folk this. I rose up out of bed one day, and uh, I told Teresa, I said, uh, well, I ain't going to tell you. 
Amen. But she had, she had to tell me, she said, what in the world? Teresa told me this. She said, what in the world are you talking about? And then she got mad because she looked at what time it was. It was about three or four o'clock in the morning. And she said, you woke me up with this foolishness? In the name of Jesus, what is you talking about? <laughs> she did. She did. Because I woke up, I, I couldn't sleep. Kill that, that. See, when you, that's something when you're married, you can't sleep, you wake up the other one. I'm teaching you now. If I ain't sleeping, you wake up. Oh, well, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, you, you male. All right. All right. But you. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I woke her up. I'm like, yeah, I can't sleep, man. I just been. And see, because you don't rebuke the thought that's coming in your mind, you see, now you're restless. Now you're making somebody else restless. But see, she didn't wake up restless. She woke up with an attitude. She woke up with an attitude. Mm. See, because I had to reach over her. Boom. You know, boom. And then you play it off. And she's like, what? what I? And then I went into that. And she's like, what is wrong with you? What? You woke. And then that's when they look over and look at the clock. Yes. <laughs> you woke me up with this foolishness. <laughs> I was like, I was having one of those moments. You know, I went and got a party hat. You know. And I had a poor, poor me time. And I started, I had baked my cake. And I started having my cake. And I was like, don't you feel like I feel? I think I should just chill out. She was like, what is wrong with you? And then, and then one thing that that gets you right quickly. Let me see what God said. Boom. Oh, Lord. Now she's going to tell. <laughs> He already know. And see, now we're in the word. And then I'm like, oh, okay, let's go sleep. <laughs> the word brings peace. Amen. <laughs> right. The prince of peace just rose up on the inside. Now I'm like, it's going time to go back to sleep now, isn't it? Somebody say amen. All right. See, because sometimes you forget what God said to you and who you are. And you need sometimes, you need a swift spiritual kick in your Amen. First Peter 3 and 18. Y'all there? Oh, man. Y'all getting anything? Yes, sir. We're going to take our time on this. Look what scripture says. I got to give you some more scripture, though, because I believe God preaches. He already preached it. Yes. All I'm doing is just amen. And this is what he said. Look, for Christ also hath once suffered. Oh, man, this is good. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins. The just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Look at this. For Christ also once suffered for sins. God, Christ suffered for sins. So that I don't have to. Somebody say amen. Second Corinthians 5.21. Glory to God. Second Corinthians 5. Look at this. 
We're going to look at a few more scripture and I'll let you go home. Is that okay? Second Corinthians 5.21 says, for he hath made, oh man, let it read. Second Corinthians 5.21, for he hath made him to be sin. Okay, look at it on the screen for me. All right, because I need you all on the same page with me. Look what he said. For he hath made him to be sin for us. Okay, stop. For he made him to be what? Sin for us. Okay, so he made him to be what? Sin for us. All right, real quick, real quick. He made him to be what? Sin for us. What? Sin for us. All right, give me a sin. Name. Lust. Lust. Okay. <laughs> Adultery. Cursing. Cursing. Lying. Lying. Hate. Hate. Unbelief. Unbelief. Fornicating. Fornicating. All right. That, there we go. Yeah. These two, they, they went for it. That's what I'm looking for. Them one, the ones you know about. You know, that's my cousin. <laughs> he into that right now. Murder God. Okay, but. Huh? Murder. Fornication. Fornication. He's back on it. Gossiping. You know I'm coming to you. It's like family feud. Get ready. <laughs> Junk food. Murder. Lying. Adultery. Okay, y'all doubling back up now. I'm, I'm like Steve Harvey. I'm like. Amen. Fear. Greed. Can I, can I tell you something? Fear. Everything comes out of that fear thing and fear brings on stress and stress brings on condemnation. And that all comes from, I mean, that brings on, it takes you, it comes from condemnation. Can I say that to you? See, because I need you to understand something. Seven doctors and scientists have already figured out that 70% of 70% of what you get sick from is coming from stress and other things. So it's coming from, so the enemy has a direct link into sickness. It doesn't matter what the leaf is saying. It's where the root of it came from. And see, remember what I, and the men, remember when I told you this. See, uh, you've got to learn to resist everything from the devil. You've got to learn, even that pain, I've got to curse it because I, that's not how God wanted me to operate. Does that make sense? So I still curse that. Regardless, I curse it. I may have, oh, I have it. I curse it. That's not God. No, I'm not going to get used to that. I'm going to resist that. Why? Because that's of the devil. Y'all getting this? See, because, see, the more you understand this, the more you understand why he wants to get you in condemnation. He doesn't want you to fight back. I got to go. Remember what I said over there? When you don't fight back, you get out of your place. See, it's his deal. See, God, you, the enemy. The enemy wants you to come out from here. And once you come out from there, he goes... Wait a minute now. Ah, ah. See, because you've got to have someone covering. Right. 
And he knows that. And he's trying to pull you away from and and he can't pull you. He's got to use you to believe it because he knows you got to walk away from it. It, it, the devil isn't Flip Wilson. Flip. Only, uh, I look at I look at folk that are my age. <laughs> I'm sorry. But how many of y'all remember Flip? All right. Flip always had a saying. The devil made me do it. That was black television before there was black television. All of us watched Flip because he was the only one on. Hey, man. All right. Now watch this. <laughs> but he always said the devil made me do it. Devil don't make you do nothing. He just suggests heavily. He suggests do this. And that's why he's beating you so. Because if I can get you in condemnation, I can keep you from praying because you don't want to pray. And then he tells you, you might as well go back to what you were doing. And then he'll show you somebody else who's off just to vilify and say, see, they're off. So you might as well be off too. go ahead. And then you go, you know, you're right. All the body of Christ is off. There ain't nobody living right. That's a lie. So he can get you into more condemnation. Because you, you ever feel, see, and I didn't get to it today, but we're going to get to understanding condemnation versus conviction. Because the Holy Ghost, it's entirely different with conviction. Conviction is bringing you back to God. Condemnation is taking you away from him. Amen. God doesn't do mean things to get you to love him. He does good things. That's what Romans 2 and 4 says. It is the goodness of God. I'm going to just love on you because the more I love on you, you know, I had a dog. I had a dog. Growing up in the country, I had about five, six dogs. And they, well, one by one, they all catch this disease. They would catch a disease. It's, it's called a, a car disease. They watch the tar disease and they see a car and they run and bark at the tire, and poof, and they're gone. <laughs> Next dog. I mean, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Oh, y'all didn't want to know that? Oh, okay, sorry, but that's what they did. They ran after cars, and uh, they saw one dog do it, and then they followed. And so because we would let our dogs go free, they, you know, I would let mine go free, you know, uh, every once in a while, and then call him back to chain him up, you know. That's what, because Woods let him free. I'm like, you're free. He run. Okay, let's tell the story about the dog. So I, I got a full dog. This one time, my dad brought home a dog. Uh, my dad likes dogs, but he don't like to take care of them. <laughs> hey, man, I, I'm playing. But he give them to us. He's like, here, your dog. We had a dog, was Tim. You ever remember, uh, you ever remember Lassie? We had a dog that looked just like Lassie. And we were like, man, this is cool, you know. He got the disease too. Amen. <laughs> you try to keep him away. But, yeah. but here's, he brought me one dog. He brought me a full grown girl dog. A full grown girl dog. And that dog was like horrible. I mean, her skills, she didn't love, she won't be around nobody. She, she just hated, she, she would barely move and she would get in the corner and just hide in the dog house. I was like, man, you bought me one this time, you know, because usually I get puppies and they, they but this time I got a full grown dog and I was like, and they were going to kill her. So I think my dad felt sorry for her. So he said, let's bring her home. And uh, he brought her to me and I was like, Ugh. but what I did was, <laughs> but, 
Because I was like, man, you know, because he, he, she wasn't like ever the other dogs. She wouldn't run. She wouldn't, she wouldn't do anything because she was so scared or been abused. And so what I did was I just started loving on her. I'd go down every day and I'd just spend a good half an hour just brushing her. And I'd take her face and I'd rub her face and I would tell her, you know, hey, love you. You know, you're here now. Might as well eat. You know, <laughs> and so I did that all this time, not realizing that dog, every time I did that, it did something for her. And she kept, the more she saw love, the more she felt, this is my guy. And one day my cousins came down. My cousins was known for cutting up. Amen. And they started messing with me and uh, they were playing and they were like, boy, I'm going to get you. And, they, they, and my dog, all of a sudden, lady jumped up and said, oh, it ain't going down like this. <laughs> and, and I was like, and she was like, all right. And they were like, hey, get your dog, get your dog. And I was like, yeah, baby. <laughs> I was this whole, you know, I was a young fella. And I loved to see that. And I was like, yeah, I'm the king of the neighborhood now, baby. Yeah. So now me and the dog would just walk. I wouldn't even put on a leash. I was like, anybody got something to say? I thought so. <laughs> That's no lie. You know, and it wasn't right. That wasn't right. I know it wasn't right. But glory to God, once I found out, but I found out something. That love has, is a powerful tool. See, love will cause you to come out of what you're in. That dog was in a, some type of a shell, but because I loved it. And God puts us, we get ourselves in shells and all he does is love us. And so once we get, once we find out that God loves us, we go back and love him even more. And that's when we stand up and say, he's my God. He's more than enough. And we don't allow anyone else to disrupt. Why? Because he loved us. Somebody say, amen. Second Corinthians 521. I'm out of time, but I'm going to, I'm going to give you one more. Somebody say, amen. Did I say second Corinthians? Okay. Go to Romans 517. <laughs> and we'll end right there. Somebody say amen. amen. Romans 5 and 17. Amen. Y'all getting in, huh? Yes, sir. All right. Keep receiving. Why? Because God wants us to understand who we are. And he wants our faith to work. He wants prayers to work. He loves us so much. And I believe God wants us to understand that. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. Much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Did you see he said you reign by the gift? Look what he said, which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness. And then he says you reign in life by knowing who you are. When you know you're the righteousness of God in Christ, you reign in life by it. You start walking around with a little attitude. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. Folk can't tell you who you are. That's why you shouldn't be talking about who you used to be. I used to be the biggest drug dealer. Who cares? God set you free. Somebody say amen. Amen. Hesitate on going backwards. Focus on going forward. Somebody say amen. Amen. For if one by the next verse, please look at this before we go home. Amen. This is going to be good. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation. So condemnation came in when Adam fell. Right. 
Right? Now watch this. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. He says, now you get it. You don't have condemnation because of Christ. Now, remember what I, when I went down the line? Remember this in 2 Corinthians? We, we went down the line. We, we had all these sins. Y'all remember them? Now, remember all those sins were put on him. Watch this before we go. All those sins, whatever you said, was put on him. And he took it to the tree. So you can't be what you just said. <laughs> That's crazy. That's that lamb. Oh, I got it. That, that, that. That's like, <laughs> devil, you thought you had me. <laughs> we all should have a laugh like that. <laughs> I'm free. <laughs> I'm free. You see what I mean? I mean, you got to have that laugh where you go down and get it. I am free. <laughs> You're sitting there all puckered up and up looking dumb because you don't know you're free yet. And I said it like that. Because once you know you're free, man, you can't can't hold me down. Man, I got a grin on my face now. I'm that guy that looked like I just stole something. And nobody know I got it. How y'all do? Amen. But no, we don't believe in stealing. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Amen. This puts a smile on your face. Now, you should smile. Go ahead. You can smile. It's free. Go ahead. Somebody says, show me your 32s, your 24s, or your 16s. Whatever you got left. Come on. Come on. Before we go. Hey, look, some of y'all are like, that ain't right. Hey, if you bought them teeth, they're yours. I don't care. Glory to God. They putting fossils in it. I got to get a few of them. But hey, they mine. Come on, smile. Come on, smile. When you think about the goodness of God, stop singing that song. When I think of the goodness and all he's done for me, when I think of his goodness and how he sets me free. Somebody said in the song, they just dance, 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 dance all night. See, the more you know what he did for you and how don't let people put you in a spot of where they are. See, because they want to punish you. And God said, I I didn't do that. Look what I did. He said, I put it all on Jesus so you could be free. So all I wanted you to do from this point on is just love me. See, the more you just love him, watch what happens. You know, he ain't saying you're perfect. He knew I wasn't perfect. That's why he put it all on Jesus. Oh, man. Am I the only one saying that? He put it all on him because I wasn't perfect. He said, hey, can I tell you something, Q? I'm going to tell you what he said. Jack, I don't want you to mess it up, so I'm going to give it to Jesus. He said, because I know in life you're going to have few issues. So I'm putting it on Jesus right now. Yeah, he already knew. He said, so I'm putting it on Jesus. I'm going to pay it forward. (laughs) All I want you to do is live for me. 
He said, and then when you realize you did it, just confess it to me. Just tell it because it's helping you. He said, that's why you come and confess your sin. Because you have an advocate with the father, the man, Christ Jesus. You don't live in your sin. Somebody say amen. I got to finish this scripture. I'm going to get done sometime today. Even so by the righteousness of one free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. Next verse, please. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. That because Adam sinned, I sinned. We're going to get to this conviction and condemnation. We're going to put them together so you can see the difference that you should live in conviction, not in condemnation. Somebody say amen. So by the obedience of one shall be made righteous. Amen. Oh, 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 oh. go back real quick. I know I got to go home. So by the, the obedience of one shall be made what? Righteous, righteous means right standing. That's me. When God looks at me, he sees me clean. Only a few of y'all see y'all still thinking about sin. When God looks at me, he sees me clean. How many, how many of y'all can say that today? God sees me clean. Oh, I love how your hand went up. Her hand went up like this. Glory to God. That's how it should go up. When God looks at me. He says, I'm looking for a righteous. That's me. Is there a righteous in the house tonight? Oh, look, look. Oh, look. I got some righteous folk. Amen. All the righteous folk have a right to stand. Go ahead and stand if you know you're righteous. Some folks say, well, I must. Some folks don't even believe it, but I'm going to stand because I don't want to be. <laughs> Look at this before we go home. Watch this. So I've been made what? That means I have right to go before God. I have the right to go before him and plead my case and say, God, this is what's going on. Don't let. Can I say something to you before I go? And I'm going to get this. Don't let the accuser of the brother knock you down. That's what Satan does. He's an accuser. The Bible tells us in Romans, I mean, Revelation 12. He's an accuser of the brethren. He's going to accuse you day and night. He's going to say, this is that. You ain't this. You ain't that. Don't let that happen to you. Hunt your neighbor say, I will not. Let that happen to me. Can I say one more thing with that? Don't you get in that crowd. Can I get a witness? Don't get in the accuser of the brother in crowd. Let me talk about him. Let me talk about Terrence because this is a real good thing to talk about. No, 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 no. And I don't like him anyway. He ain't like this. And, but you, you, you're raising your hands tomorrow. Don't get in that crowd. Somebody say amen. Real fast before we go for next verse, the 20th verse. I'll read to the 21 and we'll go home. Amen. Look at this. Moreover, the law entered in that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Romans 5, 21, we're done. Look what it said. That is, sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Look at your neighbor and say, God is. God is. Awesome. awesome. And I am, and I am. if you're watching, say it, I am, I am the, righteousness the righteousness of God, of God in, Christ. in Christ. He made me, he made me righteous. righteous. I, am I am 
Righteous. I am righteous. Satan is defeated. Darkness is dispelled. Shout it out to everyone into the world. And Jesus Christ is Lord. Thank you for watching. See you next time. Glory to God. Amen. That was good. (laughs) Baby girl said that was good. I like how you did that. Yeah, you ended the right way, sir. Is God good? Man, we're going to get liberated through this. You know, there was a song, a worldly song, you know, uh, it said, uh, uh, I can't even think of now because it's worldly. Amen. All right. But one of the things, well, no, now I remember it was the boy, uh, uh, the boy that played the drums, the white fellow. He said, I've been waiting for this moment. Phil Collins all my life. And then it sounded like he almost said, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. I feel that's what we've been waiting for. We've been waiting for this moment all our lives. The moment that totally obliterates the bondages and the chains that the enemy was trying to lock us down with. I, I actually believe I was living for this moment. Glory to God. Because I believe through this, through the media, through what we're doing, folk are going to be liberated. Do you know what God told me? And uh, I, I was concerned, and I told the men this. Uh, I had asked God about certain things, certain people, and God said, don't worry about that. Because I said, God, there were so many people we've sowed into, and uh, you've used us. He said, don't worry about that. He said, that goes to your account. And I was like, you can't hate on that. And so wherever they are, whatever they do, it goes to your account. And he said, so when you receive this, and you get it, and then you help someone else. It keeps going to your account. It keeps going on. No matter where you are, it keeps building and massing on your account. So when you stand before him, you hear that word, well done. Somebody say amen. The proceeding is a recording by the teaching ministry of Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. If this has been a blessing to you and you wish to sow into our ministry, you may send a check or money order made payable to Abundant Life Christian Center or ALCC at P.O. Box 415, Bear, Delaware, 19701. Thank you for listening. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord.